0: This is an AMI podcast.
1: I'm Kelly McDonald.
0: I'm Ramia Amithan, and this is Kelly and Ramia.
1: Remember when you have time, subscribe to the Kelly and Company podcast using your favorite podcatcher. Just go ahead, subscribe by looking for us, do a search. Kelly and Company, AMI-audio. You'll find a whole plethora of podcasts. Make sure you follow us, and then you can keep up with the show. You can listen to the show in segment form. Maybe you join us in the midst of having a conversation with someone. You want to hear it again from the beginning. Check out the podcast. You can listen to that segment or the complete Kelly and Company podcast experience with the audio vanity card on the end. Today, I'm uh, addressing some of our changes coming up, so you may want to check that out via the full Kelly and Company podcast. Subscribe now using your favorite podcast platform. I'm Kelly McDonald, host of the program with uh, Margaret Weld and my co-host.
2: True Colors is a festival that celebrates diversity through a uh, concert that has a number of people, a number of performers with disabilities. This is going to take place on the 19th and 20th of November and in uh, Tokyo Tokyo Gardens. Today, we're speaking with one of the performers of that concert, Mr. Alvin Law. Alvin... Can you start out by um, giving us a little bit of background information about yourself and how you got into the artist that performed, or speaking rather, and things like that?
0: Sure, and thanks for having me. Uh, I have a perfect anecdote to start that just happened about a half an hour ago. I am currently in the Edmonton Airport waiting in the Air Canada Lounge to leave and go for a speaking engagement tomorrow, Uh, and uh, I went to sit down, have a coffee. A guy said, you play the drums with your feet. I've seen you speak at my school in 1982. Wow. <laughs> so oh, so wow. I was born. I know, I know. And But but imagine this. I'm in a public area like I am right now, so I can't talk too loud. But all these people are sitting around and they heard this guy go, you play the drums with your feet. And everybody was looking at him like, buddy.
1: <laughs> how many, <laughs> uh, how many drinks was... are you in, pal? <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. So I was born without arms. And uh, that's not unique. But what is almost perfectly unique is the fact that I'm a world-class drummer so uh, I make my living as a professional speaker but this event is going to be incredible and uh, I started playing music as a kid Uh, I I tried the piano Uh, apparently my toes were too short to play that but my first instrument was actually a band director in rural Saskatchewan a little town called Yorkton in 1971 mounted a trombone on the side of a wooden chair with metal rods and clamps and I played with my right foot so I immersed myself in music and, uh, you know, to use that cliche, uh, that group became my peeps and music changed my life. And, uh, the drums became my third instrument that I tried to play and they worked out for me quite well.
1: Wow. Alvin, I've got to say, uh, looking at your bio, you have had i'm gonna say a a ball you've had so much fun so many different things you you get out there and do from from the public speaking piece of course music performances you were talking about film movies everything out there uh tell us a little bit about some of the highlights because as you're sitting here and this guy is saying 1982 i saw you do you're talking about playing musical instruments, 71 70 area my gosh what a memory so you've got to tell us some more highlights
0: Well, I think what happened right from the very beginning, and it really did start as early as this date, and I'm not making a joke now, but people would say to me, when did you start speaking? And my answer is 1963. (laughs) I was born in 1960. So how could that be? Well, my mom was a very huge proponent. She wouldn't have used this word of empowerment. So she would say things to people when they would go, what happened to your little boy? She would say, ask him. He's not an idiot. I mean, those were the exact words she used, right? When that was an okay word to use. Right. So I really probably have been rehearsing this, you know, my entire life, but not because I'm full of myself, but because I decided at a very early age to use my life as an example. Uh, First, you know, for people like me, obviously with a birth disability, but more than anything, even now as we go into 2022 and inclusion and diversity has become such a hot topic. um, That's kind of what I talk about. But to be quite frank with you, this was never the plan. I mean, what would you do if you had no arms for a career? I make a joke. I couldn't have exactly been a dentist. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Open wide. I don't think so. <laughs> so the fact that I'm able to, right? So the fact that I'm able to make a living as a speaker for now, 41 years, uh, not only has been a lifelong mission, but I still, you're right, man. I have a blast doing what yeah. I do.
1: And. and- I think where you talk about people saying, well, this guy got an ego, confidence, what confidence it's you have to in the position that you were in from your mom telling you speak up, tell them, explain to them, you know, what's going on here to, to saying, yeah, I'm willing to blow that, you know, instrument fasten to the chair and give it a shot. I don't care to your radio career, uh, you know, everything that you've been able to try out do. It sounds like you've taken with confidence. And I think that's the, the really the main ingredient for a performer. Of any kind,
0: well, and I appreciate that, and you know the the not sure the right word coming up here, the irony of it, but it maybe we use that word, is my parents very much did not baby me, they did not coddle me, but what's really important, and I want to tell this part of the story because it's critical that you guys know this. not only was I born without arms, but on the fifth day of my life, I became homeless. Okay, we hear stories like this wow. all the time, right? In, in, in media about yeah. these these stories of overcoming things. Well, I was homeless not because I was homeless, but because my birth family absolutely had no interest in taking me home. So I was put in foster care, where a couple in their mid fifties took me in for a couple of weeks, but kept me. And their age was huge because they had wisdom. So they weren't worried about you know how pretty or beautiful or good looking is my child. I think to be quite frank, a lot of parents have these trophy case children. <laughs> I didn't mean to be disrespectful, but you know, I was not one of those. I had to do everything differently, but in a time frame that did not have the kind of mindset and awareness we have today. So I think I was always ahead of the curve, but being born this way, here's the critical part of this too. I'm not disabled. I never have been. I was born completely normal. Now that's not politically correct, that's a factoid. And I think that's where people get surprised by me is I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. I'm not looking to blame anybody. And that's not always the case with some people that have had challenges in their life. I just choose not to, to be that way.
2: Wow. wow. It, you know, yeah, I was just going to say it takes a lot of courage, doesn't it? Elvin, um, what can people expect uh, at this concert, especially with your performance?
0: Well, to be quite frank about this, too, I had no idea this was actually going to happen. Again, this was not in my dreamscape, right? Yeah, someday I want to play drums in a band in Tokyo where Katy Perry's the headliner. Those words would never have come out of my mouth, right? But what led to this uh, was, in fact, another surprise trip in 2016. uh, Again, if your listeners want to look this up, if they look up the 2016 Paralympic trailer, The Real Superhumans, they would see a three-minute video where I'm playing the drums right off the start every member of the band has a so-called disability but what that did was attract the attention of the nippon foundation in japan who wanted to recreate this video for the opening ceremonies of the 2020 paralympics in tokyo but we all know what happened in 2020. So this has been on the back burner for now almost three years from the planning phase to where they decided, look, we're not going to have a Paralympics, but we're still going to have this because the True Colors Festival. And please, please look up True Colors Festival has been going on for a very long time. And it has been putting these concerts on all through that area of Asia for many years, showcasing people with disabilities. But I honestly mean this. It makes, you know, Canada's Got Talent look like amateur hour this is going to be one heck of a show.
1: So there's a hundred artists. Um, if I'm going off the top of my head with that number, uh, can you give us an overview of what you yourself, I don't want to say you're hoping personally to achieve necessarily, but maybe you have your own target goals, but when you see this event go to it, uh, how overwhelming this has got to be uh, as an audience member, what, what, what should we hope to see? And will see here.
0: Well, first of all, world-class performances. Um, This isn't the so-called, and I mean this with nothing but respect, this is not the Special Olympics of a show. This is a bunch of people that are are talented, almost all of them professional performers. I think there's two things that this really is about. It is about absolutely a world-class performance. All these artists are incredible, but it's also being live streamed. So even if you can't be in Tokyo for the show, Maybe we can do what I've dedicated my life to doing, and I'm not patting myself on the back because I can't do that either without arms, is to be an example <laughs> to anybody out there who's kind of teetering on that edge with a disability in, in this case, where they think, I, I don't have any value. Well, you know what? Value is a concept, how we see ourselves. For me, music became my value. You know, one of my heroes was Rush drummer Neil Peart, who in the Beyond the Lighted Stage documentary called Drums is instrument of self-esteem man that one nailed it for me music has been my instrument of self-esteem and as you mentioned kelly it's given me confidence right that's huge i don't say that everybody who's like me could be like me but that's not the point we're all just trying to do our best if this can be an example but even more importantly if it can be the leading edge of how we see people with disabilities like the paralympics have done then this can be the musical version
2: so then what are you most looking forward to
0: meeting katie perry are you kidding (laughs) i do it (laughs) yeah yeah, i did
2: yeah (laughs) i was gonna say rhetorical question right (laughs) yeah well actually
0: to be quite honestly i'm not a i'm not a pop music fan i'm a blues and jazz guy but it's not lost on me what her name will do to lend credibility to this event i mean it's unbelievable that she's going to be part of this and you know all kidding aside what i'm really looking forward to is meeting all of these remarkable performers you know it's like being on the all-star team and getting a chance to go to the all-star game and hanging out with a bunch of people that are quite remarkable in their own way and it is in tokyo let's keep that yeah. in mind that's oh going yeah to be
1: fun i will say when i first read that we were bringing you on the show and was looking at it that's the first thing i thought of what what a, a lineup of of uh, you know, like you just said, the all-star game of any sport, it, this is a, an amazing example because you're getting these people with incredible talent, gifted, who get to get on the stage, hand uh, p- perform for us uh, uh, more than credible performances. Um, let's step back just for a moment, and just through life, what would you say when, you know, everybody says, well, it's not, it can't be all, you know, rose-colored glasses, He's 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 done so many different things. What for you has been the biggest challenge in life?
0: I think the biggest challenge has been keeping my positive approach to life as the world seems to be bent on not being like that. Mm -hmm. Social media, as we know, is very tricky. You know, the news today with Twitter and what's going to happen with that. Trying to maintain not only a positive attitude for my work and for my examples, but just for me. You know, I'm 62 years old now. That's not old. But as we all know, as you age, you become less and less capable of of struggling with the real life challenges. COVID really hit me because all of a sudden I go from doing a hundred speaking engagements a year to zero that hit me. And you know, you mentioned the word ego earlier. I'm going to, I can't lie. I've got a big ego, but it's not one of those things that you notice. It's just internal. I'm very proud of what I've, done. But I'm also, you know, don't have the secret to life. So even for me, mental health has probably been the biggest struggle, maintaining that positive vibrational energy. But the good news is I'm married to a woman named Darlene, who is even more positive than I am. So we live in a pretty scary house.
2: <laughs> 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 what would you say um, are, are the... Oh, what would you say to people with disabilities who are struggling to make their own dreams, like to you know the, the challenges and some things that you've gone? What advice can you give them?
0: Yeah, I, I, my best piece of advice is be your authentic self, okay? If you're paralyzed from the neck down, maybe your dream shouldn't be to climb Mount Everest. But maybe you can accomplish another dream that is as equivalent to the accomplishment of Mount Everest in your own little world. You know, you're right. I don't want to wear rose-colored glasses and sugarcoat things. You know, if I was to be perfectly candid, it's hard having no arms. Can you imagine trying to dress yourself, even go to the bathroom yourself? Those are real-life challenges that I face every single day. So I don't want to sound all perfect, but I would suggest to other people with disability, especially if you've recently received one, that your life happens once. You don't have the options of being able to pick what happened to you. I certainly didn't pick having no arms, but we ultimately all have control over the one big thing and be ready for the cliche folks, our attitude. We own our attitude. So have the best attitude you can, be comfortable in your own skin, but more than anything, don't try to live up to beyond what people not only expect you to be able to do, but you can do for yourself.
1: Alvin, how do we stream the concert and enjoy this amazing performance?
0: Well, first I think you can just look up true colors festival it is uh online Uh, you can subscribe on youtube true colors festival and you know a little plug you can also look up alvinlaw.com and there will be links as we get closer to the date god it's two weeks away i'll be on a plane to tokyo with my wife can
2: you believe that Ah! (laughs) good luck I, i guess that must i was just gonna say i guess that must feel like a combination of christmas birthday easter and every other happy occasion that's it I, well, I and and
0: everybody that I talked to, yeah, it, it really is, and everybody that I talked to, I, I've never been there. I've oh, been to yeah. I've been uh, to to that area, okay. but Elvin, Tokyo Elvin, uh,
2: Yeah, Elvin, we're going to have to stop you there because we're right out of time. But thank you so Thanks much, for doing this. and we wish you all the best. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for doing this, you guys. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you. That was Elvin Law, one of the performing artists in the True Colors Festival, talking to us about the concert and meeting Carrie Katy Perry.
1: Coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, why does a democratic country like Canada need civil liberties organizations? We discuss with Danielle McLaughlin and Noah Mendelssohn aviv Executive Director and General Counsel of the Canadian Liberty Association after this.